No my Heidi Mike, welcome to the panel on RNZ National Wallace Chapman with you. Today, some tough decisions ahead for many councils around the country, including Christchurch, a huge rates rise forecast, swimming pools and libraries in the gun. Or is that scaremongering? And the independence of children has declined, says a new study. We touch on that record growing up. The only rule being you've got to be home for tea. And Damien O'Connor has divided opinion, telling a reporter to F off after he just wanted to go to the toilet. Is Chris Hipkins still the leader of the Labour Party? I'm just going to the toilet. Totally ungracious in defeat or fair play? He just wanted to take a leak. And let's do another in the occasional panel show and tell. What do you have in your bottom drawer for us? A signed book from uh, Rob Muldoon? Uh, A samurai sword handed down? Humpty from Play School? What about a guitar pick from George Benson? That's mine. What's yours? Open your drawer. Give us something for the panel show and tell. Anything, let us know. With me, by the way, 2101 is the number to text. Today, we have recruitment executive Cindy Michener. Kia ora, Cindy. Hi, Wallace. How are you? Very well. Looking forward to opening your bottom drawer, seeing what you, <laughs> seeing what you have in it. My bottom drawer's locked. Okay. Okay. Uh, Stephen McCabe, lecturer at MIT, also the branch president of the Tertiary Education Union at MIT, and looking forward to hearing your show and tell too, Steve. Good afternoon, both of you. Good afternoon. Now, the Ranfurly Shield, this first up, the Ranfurly Shield was accidentally dropped on a concrete floor by a player and independently led investigation by NZ Rugby has concluded. The report also said there was insufficient evidence to conclude that the white powder that was in lines on the trophy was baking soda or whatever it was. NZR General Manager of Community Rugby Steve Lancaster said the Shield is a taonga of rugby in the country and our intention is that it can continue to be enjoyed by the community that holds it. How should it be fixed? Can it be fixed with integrity? Well, someone who knows a lot about fixing, and we've had him on about this before, is high-end antique restorer Dr. William Cottrell. Kia ora, William. Uh, kia ora and kia ora. We caught up recently, dropped on a concrete floor. It's 40 millimetres thick. Are you surprised it broke? Um, Well, no, not really. Um, You know, as I think I said the other day, the heavier the thing is, the harder it's going to hit the ground. But um, a piece of wood in itself just needs one microscopic floor in it, and Mm. um, it would fracture under that sort of strain. Um, No, the, the problem is that um, anything will break if you exert enough force on it, and that's obviously what's happened. I mean, it just makes it a heavier thing, so it just hits the ground harder. Ah, uh, right. Well, Cindy knows all about this too, Cindy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, honestly, I think that if you drop it on a, on an angle, it would have shattered, right? Just well, on that point, yeah. the wood just split away. But, I mean, you know, I think there's a couple of levels of stupidity in this. You know, the first is... Wild, Don't get me going. <laughs> wildly, wildly excited and excitable, 
young men who have just done something which they've been training for who knows how long. I mean, you know, I, I think the management probably really didn't think it through when they were allowing them to have the access that they had to it. I mean, you, you lift it up after the game, you all give it a great big kiss, etc., and then you respect it and you put it away. And as for the second level of stupidity, the white powder on it, well, I mean, no one's going to say, oh, it was drugs. But, you know, if it looks like a duck and it smells like a duck, quite often it is a duck. So there is a huge level of stupidity in taking photos. Stay there, William, or let's bring Steve in who can respond to both. Steve. I mean, look, I I get what you're saying about the idea that that a heavier thing is going to, like, hit harder you know greater mass gives greater momentum i get all that but this thing was still clearly dropped from a very great height what on earth were these fellas doing could you imagine if that if one of your kids at home would break broken something at home you say oh sorry yeah i just dropped it you know you, you you're not going to be impressed with it with a oh well fair enough it, it had more momentum behind it this was this was stupidity let's be fair and and again as cindy says the white powder um what's it likely to be um i mean wallace you suggested baking powder is this something that routinely shows up in uh rugby stadiums uh, if it is i'd be curious to know why what's it likely to be well it's seriously because, but it's because because as you know you you, you you've got your oranges half time you you're baking some pikelets in the kitchen wallace come on please no 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 wallace no, you are saying, reaching mate oh, come on no, no, it yes. could be it could be pikelet mixture we don't know where they are no it's nothing like have you ever made pikelets doesn't look anything no. like pikelet Mixture. William, mean, let's bring William back in. Yeah. Um, how, look, how's the, the, that? How's that? Cr- sorry. William. Well, I was just going to say the third level of stupidity was actually <laughs> um, even the decision to replace the original wood on the shield with brand new wood. Um, the, ah. the whole thing is about disrespect to start with. Yes. Um, I did hear somewhere that the um, uh, restorer, and I'm sort of doing ear brackets here, um, that had been taken to who replaced it. Um, very questionable decision uh, by the rugby union or whoever decided that replacing the wood was a good idea. Um, well, why? Because it was, backed... war- it was worn down, apparently, by yeah. nearly 118 years of handling. No, rubbish. That just is not the case. Um, antiques don't just wear away unless there's something wearing them away. I mean, drawers will wear away because they're moving against, you know, the sort of frames of of a chest of drawers or something, but not a, a shield. It doesn't do anything other than just hang on the wall, or sit on a, you know, shelf. That's a fair so, point, actually. No, yes, yeah. that's a fair I point. Mean, look, there's about four at best, including myself, restorer conservators in the country who would have been able to have done something about that and the original one, and then advise them not. To, to do what they did, which was just sort of handle it like it was actually a rugby ball. Hey, I so mean, William, do you think they were trying to do it on the cheap? They just popped I, the Ranfuli shield uh, down to, a, you know, it, a, a local and said, here, fix think. this, without this giving in, it the respect and reverence that it deserves. William, you're wow. totally right. This is uh, typical New Zealand behaviour where they just, you know, look up the yellow pages metaphorically, find the local bloke who, who says he fixes things and they think, well, he must know. I mean, there are virtually no trained specialists in wood restoration in the country. That rare. I mean, I know of three in the North Island and me. 
in the South Island. That's it. Wow, so this that's a, a lack of critical thinking. This is extraordinary. Thinking. You've really got me thinking now because, yeah. because my father, uh, uh, Dr. Cottrell, was actually really into antiques. He loved restoring, you know, old Cody um, things from, say, churches. And they don't really wear out, do they, necessarily? They don't. Um, stripping them and sanding them and oiling them is just, you know, what home handymen do because they think it's the right thing. It's just the most destructive thing to do. By far the most work I do is undoing just idiot previous attempts at restoration. It's so frustrating because when you get the original item that's never been touched, it's so easy. But if somebody's interfered with it, you know, 15, 20, 100 years ago... So can it, you fix this one now? If we if we well, ring up yes. the rugby union and say, oh, no, what I get would do this to somewhere the, clever? I, it, look, the, the simple answer is this. You're dealing with history. The thing itself's not worth a great deal. You melt it down the, the silver and the piece of wood, $30 bit of wood, you know, you'd be lucky to get 500 bucks for it. But in, in terms of national importance, it's like the Treaty of Waitangi. It's just a bit of paper, but it's worth $40 million, say. That's what the valuation of that is. This thing well, that's a tonga, isn't it? That's a, just a tonga. It is. Yeah. It's a treasure. And what attaches to it is the story about it, yeah, not yeah. the actual object. Yes, I could fix it, but I'd want the original one back, and I'd put you know, the original metal work back on the original one, and I'd say, lock it up in a case, and then we'll make you a kick around the locker room one, and and you can have that one just as a sort of token. Really interesting stuff, William. Off. Yeah, by the way, yeah. people are saying, uh, didn't the restorer say it was actually uh, uh, plaster, the white powder could be plaster, those two little lines there was white plaster. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, if you mix up plaster yeah. properly, it doesn't turn into powder again. It, it, it stays as a solid. So, Why know, would it be in lines? Cool. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, uh, Dr. Cottrell, really, really Thank fascinating. You. And again, I appreciate your time. Um, oh, I love it. That's, that is interesting, though, isn't it? The, uh, the fact that um, you know, it was worn down by 118 years of handling. But as he rightfully says, you've got something on a wall. That doesn't wear down. It, w- it wouldn't wear down over 500 years. So uh, what we're saying is, in fact, there were three levels of stupidity, not just the two. And the first one was in actually the way they got it fixed. It seems to me that somebody actually didn't think through how you properly restore a a taonga of of this prestige. By the way, loving your panel show and how the occasional feature. Uh, Gosh, I have a drumstick from Santana in the bottom drawer. And Wallace, funnily enough, I actually have two signed copies of Rob Muldoon's biography. Um, what's what have you got for us? Something special in your drawer for our panel show and tell this afternoon. It is time for I've been thinking. Cindy Mishner, take it away. Okay, well, I'm hoping that this is not too early, but I mean, you know, Wallace did talk about Christmas about six weeks ago. So I've been thinking about fireworks and I was prompted to think about fireworks. I live rurally and I'm in a Facebook group and there's an email from a woman saying, hey, if anyone's letting off fireworks, please let me know in advance. I've just got two young horses and I really, really don't want them going through a fence or anything. And I... I'm." don't know if uh, anyone's as old as me. You can remember Beverly Pentland, the fireworks lady. I she, don't recall that. No, well, you're well, probably not old lady? enough. Uh, yes, I can recall, Beverly Pentland. You're not, it's, not, it's not helmet lady. No, she's a fireworks lady, and she took a petition to Parliament. I suspect that there had been something in her past that had you know, been traumatic around right. fireworks. She died of cancer, I think, about 
15 years ago. But I really wonder if it's time we got in step with the rest of the world and fireworks were a big public displays, but we don't allow... You know, people to everyone wants it. No, they don't. Look, there's some terrible things happen. You've seen the kittens with you know pop things tied to their tail. Yeah, that's that's a crime. That's a crime. But is a crime. Kids grow up with fireworks in the backyard. They don't have to. And no one wants to see that change. Well, I don't think that's true. I think a lot of people want to see that change because we're not taking away. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying have a curated public display. Who agrees with Cindy? Who agrees with me? Text me 2101. Uh, Cindy, Steve McCabe. Uh, just for the record, I agree with Cindy. Thank you. Well, that's just one. Uh, yeah. Steve McCabe, I've been thinking. Well, first of all, I've been thinking about Orwell's comment about insanity is not not defined by being a minority of one. Yes, Wallace, I'm right. So, Cindy. But also, I've been thinking about uh, an article I just read on the um, RNZ website that was published. <clears throat> now, was it yesterday or today? I can't remember. It's a very, very recent article. This morning. Today. Uh, uh, this morning about um, apprenticeship training at Tepukenga, the National Polytechnics, where I happen to work, being a disaster and that's the language that was used and i really want to take issue with the way this article's framed because it talks about how there's concerns about students uh, apprentices not getting their courses completed and yet buried deep deep within the article is a reference to the fact that there that there are not enough tutors available and and i really wish that this had been the lead that had um that the article had run with, because this is the crux of the matter. Um, Tapukenga doesn't have enough tutors because it's not willing to pay tutors enough and can't hire people because the wages are too low. And plumbers and other tradies will make more money on the tools than they will in the classroom. And that's why we can't get people in to teach these courses. It's not because there's anything wrong with the with the teaching whatsoever. There's some amazing lecturers in Tapukenga. The best ones, of course, are members of my union. But there's some fantastic mm-hmm. lecturers. The problem is they can't do the work if there's not enough of them. And that's the, co- the key matter here. We're always being told that the, the market's right. That's why our chief executive, Peter Winder, gets paid $620,000 a year because we have to pay the best to get the best. We're the best, pay us the best as well. Thank you, Steve. Steve McCabe there. Uh, And I agree with Cindy. I'm sick and tired. Oh, yeah, uniformly on Cindy's side regarding fireworks. Feeling a bit like the Labour Party now, Wallace. Extraordinary. (laughs) Okay, I take it back. Too soon, Cindy. Take it back. (laughs) The panel, RNZ National.